Um, Paddington 2. Obviously. I always tell people about that. Um, the highest rated on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. For I know. a while. I know. It broke a record. That's what I always use that fact when people are like, oh, ha ha, Paddington 2. I'm like, no. It's this so is good. Serious. And it's Paddington 1 is quite good, too. I haven't even seen that one. What? And I love and I love too. Oh, the first one's very. I saw the first one in theaters. I know. I very saw good. I saw the second one in theaters. Okay. Um, I'm honestly not a big um movie. More of a TV show person. I think so. Like growing up, I didn't wa- I didn't like obsess over movies and like watch okay. up the same movie over. You grew and over up in the over. city, right? Mm-hmm. So what TV shows do you watch? Uh, these days, oh, I did you. Do you like yes. that? Do you like shows like that? You is so good. Yeah, you is amazing. I will say the third season was a little bit like is a little chaotic. I know the begin. It started so good. I was like, "This is amazing." What are you talking about? Like what people were saying, it was lame. And then the last half, I had to like watch it one point two five. Have you really? ever done that before? <laughs> I do that with the YouTube videos. Yeah, Blue turned me on to that. She's like, "Oh yeah, of course." I was like, "What?" Everything on one point two five. She's like, "Yeah, I don't care." I, don't have time I, to, like, I watched that with movies for school. <laughs> Succession. It's so good. Okay, who's the biggest asshole to you? On the show, um, of course, that's what you meant on the show. I just said that. No. <laughs> I mean, we could talk general, <laughs> no, but no, no. on the show, um, probably. I don't know. It's so hard to say. I, I can't really get into liking Kendall sometimes. You can't get into sometimes. It's hard, but I do like feel for him always because they like hate him in, in a lot of ways. I don't know who's my. Fi- I feel for him because he's socially awkward. Yeah, mostly that's why. Who's the biggest asshole? It's hard to say. Who do you think? I know who's the tiniest asshole. Yeah. Which I think is Roman. Yeah. I think he's the least at fault. Uh-huh. He might be I surface like level bitchy. Yeah. But like he he does the least wrong. Yeah. He harms the least people. He seems to be like a nice guy. He's supposed to be a nice misunderstood <laughs> man. I know. I think Kendall is too rich to understand other people. Mm-hmm. I love the episode where they're like, how much is a gallon of milk? Yeah. And they were like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's a problem. Jerry is an asshole a little yeah. bit. Yeah. She is not innocent. Yeah. I think Shiv might be the biggest. I know. I think so, too. Because Shiv resembles Logan. Yeah. A lot. Who are you, like, rooting for? I like, uh, I like Tom. Tom? Yeah, free, free Tom. Free Tom. <laughs> Tom and Cousin Greg. Yeah. I, oh yeah, of course I love cousin Greg. Who doesn't? They He's are the like opposite <laughs> ends of each other. Yeah. Anyway, you just got off of tour. Uh huh. How was that? It was great. Any thoughts? Any thoughts? It was. Um, no thoughts at all. It was great to be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Next question. No, it was. It was really. Um, it was really awesome to be back on the on the road. You know, for two, for almost two years, we couldn't. There were no shows, so it was really uh special to come out of the pandemic and be able to tour and it was awesome and it was with blues music which is really cool uh, and a lot of it we had done over the pandemic right so it was really cool to come out of the pandemic and be like selling out music hall of williamsburg you know it was a really yeah. special uh moment because you know usually during a career or whatever as your songs are coming out or as you're gaining popularity or getting more fans you'd be playing like you know venues of your level on the way but because there's a pandemic blue is like getting bigger and bigger and then suddenly the pandemic was over and it was like boom musical williamsburg which is so cool that's crazy so it was like whoa and like it was really exciting it was fun and we did that in a bunch of different cities you know equivalent uh venue sizes and uh yeah it was great now during the pandemic obviously like that totally blew up you guys are two people that like clearly during the pandemic we're like cool time inside let's get to work whereas a lot of people were like you know just couldn't work how did you approach creativity during the pandemic i think i mean it's something that um i don't know when i'm bored like that and in the house it makes me probably a little more creative or more like childishly creative right. in a way where I'm like, oh, let's do a stupid video or let's, you know, Especially just with like your sibling. Yeah. Or let's just make a song or whatever. I mean, she's always w- working, working on stuff no matter what with or without a mm-hmm. pandemic. And, and so am I. 
Um, so we just kind of continued on, and then there was more... And we also had each other, which was lucky. So yeah. It, I think it affected the content that we made, maybe, because you're thinking... We were at least that EP. We were thinking a lot of like lyrically. We were thinking a lot about um, uh, like missing stuff. Yeah. Or like we were very nostalgic for like stuff that only happened like six months ago. Yeah. You know, which would never usually you're nostalgic for things from like years ago. Yeah. But because of the pandemic, it was like, oh my god, this is never gonna come back. Like we don't know. I miss, like, going to a party on a roof. Like, wow. Like, what a thought. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was so weird to be like, last month was so good. Like, in yeah. March when you're, like, just because the world really changed within, like, four days. Yeah. At least that's how I remember it. Yeah. Definitely. So, when you were in high school, you were like, I'm going to do music. I'm not going to do music. Or was this a full-time thing? In high school, I was always, um, I was in bands and as, like, a drummer and I would also write with the band um, I was in. And we would, like, record and stuff. Then I'd also play with other bands as well. And, uh, and we played shows, and it was really fun. Yeah, and I always thought... I mean, I, I don't know if I thought uh, that band would be, like... Or maybe I did at that time. I think whenever you're in high school, whatever band you're in, you think, like, this is going to be oh, yeah. the next, like, <laughs> U2 or something. But it's not... <laughs> But it's not. I'm Bono. But yeah, yeah. But it's not really. Um, you know, everyone should know that. You know, that's probably going to be a stepping stone, or that's going to be an yeah. experience for you. You know, and maybe you'll you'll find your path in another way after that. But in the moment, that's like the big thing that you're doing. Yeah. Even in middle school, I would tell people like, oh, "I'm going to be a rock star," and uh, you know, let's not get ahead of ourselves. We just you know, we did music hall Williamsburg. It's not, it's not <laughs> Madison Square Garden, but, I mean, <laughs> but I'm a working there. I'm a working musician. You know, who's 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 do, not on their first tour. Who's do you know? Yeah, who's who's doing their thing, and it's great, and I'm I'm yeah happy about it. So when was your first tour? What it, that was, I guess four or five years ago now. Yeah, with a different band. Okay. Did you go to college? Yeah, I went to NYU. Oh, okay. I went to Gallatin. Oh, okay. In college, were you managing music and your grades and shit like that? Or was it like music and like, maybe we'll get to my grades? Um, I was really into school, honestly. I was like, I loved the Gallatin thing. For those who don't know who are listening, it's like a... It's like, I'm going to go to school for <laughs> Renaissance pottery with like a botany <laughs> minor. And like, yeah. I'm also an actor. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I loved that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. No, I loved, yeah, all the like wacky classes and everyone's... uh, I mean, they weren't. They were like really intellectual and, you know, stimulating and yeah. engaging and everyone reading deep shit and like, oh, can I curse? So much. <laughs> reading deep shit and uh and you know talking about it and discussing it and writing essays about it writing the essay <laughs> yeah. about it. we didn't even have a class called writing the really? essay we were the only school at nyu i think that doesn't have yeah so i was really into that i even i still played like drums with uh you know in, in bands here and there or, like random gigs like if somebody wanted to need a drummer for something I, I would play with blue she was DJing all the time, so I would kind of, like, go to her DJ gigs, and I would, like, bring all my friends and be, like, because my friends were over 21, because she's a few years younger than me. Yeah. And I would, like, pack the room and try and do stuff like yeah. that. Or be, you know, around music, but it wasn't really, um... Oh, actually, you know what? I was doing... Uh, we did have a project with my sister that I was doing. For school? No, not for school. Just uh, just me and Blue were just making music that, you know, never even came out. Are you guys but we living together it. at that point, or no? No. Okay. Um... Yeah, so we were still doing music, but I was, like, focused on my school. What was your, like, most interesting class? My most interesting class? Probably, um, I took a really good one called Sound Art with Nina Kachadorian, who's uh, a really amazing artist in uh, her own right. She was also my advisor, you know, looking at sound as a, to make sound art pieces. Right. Not, not like, not music. Right. So... Yeah, so it was just really cool and eye-opening, and I made a piece that was like, what did I do? I did like a a one-minute kind of um, thing where I was like, 95 seconds until your new experience. And then it was oh like, and then it would be like, almost like a giant crescendo would kind right. of happen, and you're supposed to close your eyes, and then, and I had used all these, you know, sound techniques to get you to feel something, and at the end you're like, whoa, so it right. feels like some sort of uh, experience like that. Oh, interesting. Yeah, well, my whole thing, my, like, 
concentration, as they called at Gallatin, was I ended up calling it originality in popular music, which is also a class that Jeff Peretz teaches at, yeah. at Clive. My which advisor. I would, yeah. Oh, is he yeah. your advisor? I know, I know Jeff for years. Yeah, and yeah. I took that class too um, to help. Uh, and the thing is, no one Talk believes in originality. No one believes in originality, <laughs> exactly. It's not, it doesn't exist. It's, it doesn't exist. End of class, I don't need to take <laughs> End it. End of class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that was a good question, and it, and it was inter- his was interesting class. But in Gallatin, I took more. Uh, I like used my Gallatin education to get more of a, you know, I learned about the ancient Greeks and how they looked at originality and talk looked at um, psychoanalysis and dreams and uh, what else is probably sounding really boring. I don't know. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Like. What was the psychoanalysis in the visual? Oh, yeah, all these, like, philosophical things about when you're a baby and you see yourself in the mirror. It's called the mirror stage. And this philosopher, Lacan, this French guy, the agency of your ego yeah. and this duality of the human being and blah, 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 blah. So all these things that, you know, we're not even to live. We have to... uh step into this performative role or whatever all these other things that uh you know just ways to look at originality and stuff yeah something i used how much do you think you perform in your regular life oh me as a person how much do i perform probably so funny i haven't thought about this in a long time all these all these deep philosophical questions all the time (laughs) like in the thick of it walking over here too because i passed through all the nyu kids i was like getting back into the mindset (laughs) It uh, is like a douche mindset. You think? Oh, sometimes yeah. I talk about it. I'm like, oh, I said this thing. It was so NYU of me. Like, I'll talk to my friends that yeah. go to, like, other conservatories, and they're like, shut the fuck up. We know you <laughs> don't only do music. It's very cool of you. Shut up. I mean, it's a hilarious... Like, I can't believe there's no TV show about it that's, like... The classroom is kind of, like, the, the center of the show, and people raising their hand and saying something really ridiculous, and this kind of, like... It's yeah, I used to laugh about it with my friends in the class. So you were in college, you're doing your thing. When was your first tour and how did that happen? It was Also I, you avoided the performance question. Oh, I'll I'll, we will I'll totally say right get now. Back no, we could it. say it now. Okay. I think I perform always. I mean, everything is inherently a performance. Beyond the subconscious. Yeah. Be- oh, like when am I consciously doing it? Yeah. Oh, I I mean, I like to turn it on. I like to do it all the time. Yeah. What's your birthday? August 14th. Leo? Oh, wow. Okay. Me too. August I know. 10th. August, I was going to say August 10th, right? Yeah. I know because I remember from the last pod I watched it. Oh, <laughs> Me and Kylie Jenner. I was going to surprise you and be like, oh, are you like are you August like- 10th? <laughs> <laughs> that w- you I, took you it out of my mouth. <laughs> you said it so quick. You got it. <laughs> the, yeah. It's like a very common birthday. I mean, so many people with the same birthday. I'm a third generation August 10th. Wow. My what father, you... his father, me. Really? It's like, yeah. What? It's like the only reason I'm into astrology because like everyone like doesn't want to be their dad. Okay. And I was just like, well, I'm a legacy birthday Leo. <laughs> like I need to fucking figure the out the difference. You know, wow. that's why like I know my birth chart because I'm like, how am I? Were you all born in the same place? No, my dad's from Los Angeles. Um, So yeah, I was born in Holland. In the Netherlands. Oh, really? So yeah. you do citizenship? Mm-hmm. Do you speak any other languages? No. No. Do you feel like yeah. you're missing out ever? It'd be nice. I mean, my dad. My dad <laughs> speaks uh, speaks Dutch, and he spoke to me in Dutch when I was a kid. But my mom doesn't speak it, so it just kind of got right lost in the in the shuffle. Yeah. How yeah. do you think growing up in New York inhibited your dreams in like a good way and a bad way, or like made you? I don't know. For me, like I feel like it made me very open to all the types of careers especially because are you are you a zillennial or millennial i think you're a zillennial <sighs> hope i can say zillennial trying every day to look more zillennial you know <laughs> trying every day <laughs> throw it on my skinny jeans <laughs> throw it, toss it to the wind <laughs> <It's> crazy <laughs> um yeah. i feel like millennials really paved the way for like alternate jobs and like I could start my own business, and like someone's gonna listen, and like I pray to Lena Dunham, and like all that stuff. But like, uh, I think growing up with that view like made me be like, oh, I could kind of do whatever I want. So how did growing up in New York affect what you wanted to do, or did it not at all? 
I think it did. I mean, it definitely made me open to so much stuff. I mean, I never grew up thinking like, which is what I imagine people in a small town think like, oh, I could never, you know, be a musician. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. You know, because growing up here, you see that all the You're time. Like, and it, and, it's, a, and, it, <laughs> and it's, it's a thing that people do. So, um, yeah, I mean, growing up to th- hope that you can be a successful musician or something, maybe that's uh, more instilled in me through my parents and them always being supportive. And they're cri- my dad's an artist and they're very... Uh, creative people both of them so yeah i would say it's more the parents pushing pushing us and always you know we're always taught to like work really hard and practice all the time right and you know nothing there's we didn't really have i mean for i mean we grew up in new york so you're uh have an advantage in that way but we didn't have like connections to the industry or anything like um which maybe some people did I, i don't even know um so you still had to like, you know, go out, play a show and figure it out, figure it out and yeah. try, try your best. And be friendly, be nice. Be friendly, be Don't nice, be, be good, be passionate. I was looking at your Twitter. Okay. You have a lot of tweets, <laughs> a lot of tweets. And I want to know what your most unpopular opinion is. My most unpopular opinion? I feel like you got some things out there that are like. <laughs> I did some angry ones the other day. Okay. Maybe I missed that. I did one. No. Well, I did. I did an unpopular opinion about photo dumps. Your opinion, give it. I said, what did I say? I said, uh, I'm ready for here it. Here it is. Here we go. Photo dumps need to end. They're so self-righteous, aren't they? Here's some photos of me, and then here's a little object that I like, but you wouldn't get it because you had to be there, but it's like <laughs> a little clue to my deep and layered personality. Upside down, smiley face. Okay, so <laughs> I do I do understand. Yeah. I think I was just getting... No, I like it. It's great when people, you know, express themselves. <laughs> you and, and, backpedal and, and, and on it's, something it's that nice, harsh. And it's you nice. But do I was that. doing I was doing that argument for there. But it's a... Uh, How is it not similar to Facebook albums? Remember when people used Facebook to do that? Facebook albums were... Ah, that was crazy. Yeah. yeah. I think it's just, what is your most yeah. unpopular opinion that comes straight to mind? Ooh... I love just, I just plainly, I don't have any tattoos. I don't have any tattoos. That's <laughs> not really an opinion. I know. Oh, Coco Malone, Coco Melon or whatever, has consistently been in the Netflix top 10 for o- over a year. Have you ever put it on? I have. <laughs> I, I wanted to see, to see what the fuss was about. <laughs> you sound like you're 60. Because I, <laughs> I like to watch what's in the top 10 because I like to, I think it's like a, it's more of a social question you know yeah. it's like wow it's not is this good or bad or whatever it's like totally the wrong question to ask it's more like yeah. people are resonating with this well, let me let me look at this like i'm curious that's why i love this like real pop like crazy popular things i love to yeah. check it out what's a crazy popular thing you're there you're like i get it i understand it why everyone likes it and i vibe with it oh i mean you all, all those shows that that i really like um I didn't like Dune. That's probably like an unpopular opinion. I just have no interest in things <laughs> in hot places. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. There's not enough color. Boring. Um, yeah. <laughs> was it boring? May- I mean, maybe for me, for us. Are you not a sci-fi person? No, I am. I was just really. Like, I was just. I. I know. I mean, I could be. I don't know. I'm not like. In my life, I haven't been. I haven't like. I didn't know about the book or okay. whatever. But okay. <laughs> I was, you know, into watching. Are you a Marvel it. person? Not particularly, but like I'll see it if it's okay. like the big blockbuster movie. Right. I'll okay. like try and check it out, but I never really got so into it. I feel like we're similar in the way where you're like understanding yeah. trends is very important. Yeah. And I'm curious about it. Yeah. You I can't like just see. live your life in a way where you're like, fuck pop music. And yeah. Fuck whatever everyone I, thinks. I actually like, hate that. People I who think it. that they're like just anything, just not kind of respecting popular music or popular opinion or whatever like i'm like yo if this song's number one and it's like popping off like it doesn't matter if it's like this there's something to be said about this yeah it's not just like some trash that's exposed that's like you can just dispose of or or that you think is doesn't mean anything what's your favorite pop music that people would be like teehee that's embarrassing Ooh, what would be embarrassing that i like a lot i don't know i used to oh i love Katy Perry. Oh my God! Wait, that's crazy that you said that. I was just yeah. about to go on a rant about. Oh yeah, that's the one. That's the big one. That's Teenage the, Dream will make one. me cry. Yeah. It makes me think about how much I love music because it's two chords. I wrote a whole essay on it. Are you serious? Yeah. 
<laughs> send it to I'm not kidding. Send it to me. Like about I'm, why it's so good. It was like a, yeah. I think we had to write about a song. Excuse me, a song that changed our life. It's amazing. It's so maximalist. It's so like, it's just so beautiful. Such a great yeah. song. Such great, you know, artisanship on it too. <laughs> like yeah. to craft that to make it like sound so big and yeah. it's just everything times ten, you know, or times a thousand. I love a Katy Perry revival. Yeah, and I like those songs. I mean, it, it's a uh, he's a controversial person, but besides that. For the the producer Doctor Luke, that kind of music, that Max Martin Doctor Luke, that kind of sound. Yeah, I like that pop sound. I kind of miss those pop songs of old, you know, that were so like. 2010 to yeah. 2016.5. Yeah. Because it changed mid 2016. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. Crazy. They were real, like it was a real uh, form- formula, but in a, in a cool way. It was like a real. They just sound like real songs. Yeah. <laughs> like this is a real pop hit. <laughs> yeah. When you listen to it. And totally. uh, yeah, the hits now are, are cool, but it's a lot it's driven a lot by other stuff, by like cool factors or like something on TikTok, like a cool little yeah. thing that sounds interesting. It's not to do with like that big three minute experience, which right. is what those were. It's more defined by the TikTok moment. Yeah. You know? But I was thinking about that with Doja Cat and because uh, I think Do- I believe Dr. Luke produces Did, those songs. Yeah that they're like they kind of have everything like the parts that blow up on tiktok are like her doja cat's cool lines and how yeah. she says it or whatever that i feel like fuck is something. yeah like that could be over any beat that's just like a dope how she performs that is dope and that's why people like it i think and then but the chorus is like back to that dr luke shit which is like really huge and crazy so it kind of satisfies the radio thing and satisfies the tiktok shit and yeah. you know it's good to listen to and whatever so but the cool. radio thing is interesting because the three minute experience I think is undervalued because yeah. it's like Well, I could turn this off at any point because I'm un- have unlimited music and mm-hmm. I have unlimited like I could listen to anything but in from two thousand ten to twenty sixteen point five. It was yeah. like we had buy a song. So it's like this has to be good for the whole time. Yeah. The whole time because I'll probably listen to it over and over again. I remember the last song I bought on iTunes uh-huh. before I was like, mm, this is never going to happen yeah. again. Yeah. It's so hard to buy one these days. I have to like type it in and then click the yeah. click the iTunes and then get yeah. out of Apple Music Zone and it's like yes. so I have to buy stuff sometimes just to like drag it into Ableton or to right. or to, you know, use it yeah. in a non-stream way and it's like it's really difficult. It is hard to do that. <laughs> well, the last song I remember buying was like like for purely listening was mm-hmm. I think Coldplay and Beyonce's song in like 2016. Oh, and it was so yeah. good for the first like the whole minute, the yeah. whole like four minutes were like amazing. Which I think creating that experience is like really important. Which like we don't do that anymore. But so. yeah, I can't believe I'm sounding like you got me sounding like a geezer. I mean a little <laughs> bit. I just I like the new I like the new songs though. They should just be. Sh- I love it. Let's yeah, make it shorter. Three seconds. That's Three what second I like. music. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah, the whole thing. So what else about Teenage Dream? Do you still cry when you listen to it? I am a happy crier, though. I, I happy cry more so than you really fe- cry. So you're one of these people who really feels music, like when you put it on. Or if it's just if it's good if, or something. If it's good. I don't just feel If it music. resonates with you, it really does. Yeah. Like, I think it also, like, I have an older sister. So, uh-huh. like, it reminds me of, like, being that age and... My sister showing me music like mm-hmm. a lot of my taste does come from her when you have someone you look up to you look up to whatever they look up to even times a million because you're tiny yeah. you know so you interesting th- i'm the oldest so i don't know you're a trendsetter trailblazer <laughs> yeah i loved radiohead in high school that was always my favorite band my parents love radiohead and then i had to like get into it my parents introduced me to some really cool music as a kid but you know when you're just like you're like i don't wanna yeah. and i'm now just getting into yeah. it because that's yeah teenage dream was my like pop Rebellion. acceptance <laughs> thing yeah oh, because accepted. i feel okay. like in high school it's like not even or the cool kids aren't yeah. like they're not like fucking with a song that's like number one on the radio right. like that's not gonna be their thing and me too i was like oh i like radiohead and i like you know something else and then i was watching um i love nile rogers uh from chic and, and all this other stuff that he's produced and uh do you know who that is 
the Howard Rogers? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, I, no, I, I, don't know. I thought you were kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm like I speaking for, for those who don't know. <laughs> look, look him up if you don't know. But uh, and he was speaking about like when he was a teenager and playing like jazz guitar, and he went to his jazz teacher, and he was like, "Oh, this stupid song, like." Jimmy, Jimmy, Coco Pop, right. Jimmy, Jimmy Pop. Like, oh, yeah, no, that song sucks. Like, it's so bad. And he was like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, that song is that song is number one. It's a good song. Yeah. And he was like, what? And then that kind of... And when he told that story, he was like, oh, my God, you're right. Like, you know, and he's talking about how he makes hits and all this stuff. And uh, so then I was like, yeah, this song's good. Yeah. Like, why am I... You know, don't be guilty about your guilty pleasures, you know? You yeah. Know, it's like... Don't deprive yourself of this yeah. good music out there or good stuff just because it's popular or you think it's right. it's lame, you know. I think there's also balance from like accepting yeah. what's popular and also trying to find what you actually like. Right. You know, cuz it is annoying to grow up with people that kind of take music at face value mm-hmm. and be like I listen to what is given to me on the radio. That's what I always right. found annoying. Oh, and right. They're just, they I, just turn it on and that's whatever. Right. Like yeah, interesting. that's why I became such a pretentious prick about it. Uh-huh. Like yeah. when I was like probably, you know, like 12. Did 13. you even listen to the radio growing up? Yes, because I never I'm from did. Staten Island. Oh, okay. So we had to cool. drive. Oh, I know some Staten Island people. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I went to school in the city, but uh-huh. I commuted back and forth. I know, because we didn't have a car, so we never listened to That's radio. That's so interesting. And even when one, when a song that, when one of Blue's songs was, like, getting on the radio, Blue, Blue was like, is this cool? Like, she, it wasn't, like, a big... Oh, Or it okay. was a big moment, but, she, like, for someone who grew up listening to radio, it would probably feel like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm on the radio. Right. But we were like, oh, that's cool. Like, it's on the radio. And I was like, no, that's a big deal. Like, it's yeah. going all, all nation. And it's like, that's super sick. Like, that's yeah. tough. People don't drive in the city. Right. So they don't have a connection to radio. Right. Like in the past two years, side, okay. different question. We Can got I a pour some more tea? Oh, my God. Yes, do it. Kill it. I'm kind of, like, full of tea. I feel like my tummy's an cool. aquarium. So I'm good. Um, what milestone in the last two years did you, like, experience throughout, like, this all, you know, your life has kind of changed in the last two years between like performances and like all that stuff and music mm-hmm. being out. What has been like, oh, that's a big deal? I don't know. I don't know. For me personally, I mean, I was f- to be playing the shows was great. Just the music coming out was exciting. People listening to it. It's exciting to have an audience. Or to be part to be part of it. It's just it's great to see um, my sister like becoming the rock star she's always been. That's and it was cool and it was nice to support that and uh, and see that happening. It was yeah. really, it was really cool. Yeah. Oh, for me, I mean, I oh I had a side one for me. I mean, it was really exciting to play with with Girl in Red at um, Austin City Limits. It was really cool. That was a fun experience. One of the bigger shows I've ever played. That was cool too. Yeah. yeah. Are you like more comfortable on tour or more comfortable when you're doing stuff at home? Um, I'm pretty comfortable on tour these days. I mean, have, have you been on tour before? Is, no. that, is that something you want to do? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So badly. <laughs> so badly. Yeah. Because yeah. some people don't want it or don't like it. It's so, it's funny how specialized music is. You know, it's kind of, yeah. it's kind of like film. Like there's so many different aspects of it you can be a writer you could be a producer you could be an artist you could be a musician you could yeah just be a session musician in studios you could be like touring musician who doesn't even play on records ever and just always on the road be someone you know so many different things but um so i totally understand people who don't like that aspect of of music it's it's fine but uh i love it i mean i love to perform you know it's cool to like see the country and see the world yeah you know through that um definitely made me appreciate new york because you missed it (laughs) yeah (laughs) new york is just the best i mean it it really is but it was cool to like you know why would i have been to i mean not to be why would i but you know what's going to bring you to kansas city or cleveland or detroit or like some of these cities that are major cities but they're not if you don't have like family there or whatever like you wouldn't probably go you know, so it was cool to be able to see all these places. Now, whenever I meet someone in New York, wherever they're from, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I've been there. And they're like, right. what? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, it, 
Yeah. Everywhere. <laughs> I've been everywhere. All so, 50 states. Yeah. Or not even. I mean, we still haven't really. I still haven't really been to the south and, and toured Word. that area before. Are you planning on going to Europe? Yeah. What's your funniest tour moment from the last, like, the last tour? The last? Oh, from the last or tour. Or any tour. I don't know. I'm going to have to come back to it. Oh, I know. No, no we're like constantly laughing the whole time and there's always ridiculous things happening. That would be another good TV show. Like an updated Spinal Tap kind of situation. Word. With the new thing, with how touring works with music. It's crazy. And with it's COVID. It's really funny. Oh, yeah. It's with really all the weird. Yeah. It was definitely a uh, experience. Yeah. What's next? For me? For the touring? I mean, we're going to be playing... Well, honestly, like, for your life. Oh, for my life? Like, what are some things that you haven't done that yet that you're like, I need to hit this in the next five years? Oh, wow. You know? That's a great question. <laughs> definitely, um... There's going to be some more shows trying to do this kind of uh, podcasty audio experience thing that I've been working on this week a little bit. Yeah. Some other, I have this app that I got to do more work on. The uh, Silence Be Alone Together. It's like, an art, it's like an art piece app. You don't know about it? No. Wow. You, didn't, you didn't click my link tree? No. <laughs> Wait, tell me all about it. It's like a giant virtual group meditation or something it's Whoa. called silence and you just go on oh it's re-downloading so embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> you offloaded your own app I, it offloads automatically i must have, <laughs> must have not been using it <laughs> i need some work no. <laughs> you like go on and uh there's no sign in and no accounts you're just like a black dot on a screen d- based on your location yeah and that's all it is and you see other black dots who are using it and you can't like interact or talk but you just know that they're out there why did you make that (laughs) so it's like reducing it's like an anti-social media social media thing it's like reducing social media to just knowing other people are out there what if you could be on your phone and have an app that you know is about connection and bringing us all together but it's not like facebook or instagram or whatever or Twitter. So I was like, what would that be? Right. And it would just be maybe just knowing other people are there. Just, and if it could be, you know, a little bit of a meditation element or, or a breath thing or silence or something to, you know, refresh. Yeah. Just to take a moment virtually or spiritually you yeah. know, too. And you go on the app. Did it work? Yeah. You click this. And then when you like hold your thumb down or finger, you can like see the map, but otherwise it goes away. You can zoom out and see if other people the are doing world. it. So one person's doing it there. And then there's these sounds that are like tuned to different frequencies to like, you know, tune up your Whoa. chakras and all these different things That's like this. Crazy. You know, like kind of quasi scientific thing that yeah. you can hear other people the sounds that they're doing as well. So it's oh. like you're tuning into the vibration of the universe a little bit. Oh my god. That's <laughs> fucking crazy. So you can hear your own and the other ones that other people play. I have a little. Th- I wrote a little thing on the side of it here. In the okay, that explains info. the whole thing. No, well, it's like small. What is it? What did I say? <laughs> Why you did are you the make large this? dot? Why I made this years ago when I I read this book called uh, Silence in the Age of Noise <laughs> by uh, this guy. It's a really easy, like, simple book. It almost feels like a meditation. Reading it, he he writes in that kind of way. He's like a, I believe he's Norwegian uh, explorer. And he went on all these, he's like been to Antarctica and he like went on a quest to find like the quietest places in the world. He's been in like an anechoic chamber. He's been in like some library that's supposed to be really quiet. He's gone underneath the New York like sewage system or somewhere, but I don't know, something quiet down there. He went to Antarctica, he went to the North Pole. He's done all this stuff. I was just reading it and like inspired by it. I liked what he was saying about... Um, he was talking about that there's just so much noise out there. There's so much, yeah, there's just a lot going on. And he was talking about, even about social media. And usually I'm a, I'm not like a, uh, a grandpa with that. I'm always like, when people are, you know, dissing social media, I'm always like, you know, come on, come on, grandpa. It's not a big, it's like, this is right. how we do, this is how we communicate. It's fine. It's cool. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, there is in that. That's more, the, now that's like the hip way to to come down on it 
yeah and i was like cf everything's about sharing and sharing yourself constantly and doing all this stuff that means um and he even wrote this like the new i think therefore i am is i share therefore i am and i was like oh yeah this that is like how people feel you know when that's you're not how they posting. like quantify their presence is that they're being perceived yeah that's how that's how that's how people yeah feel yeah, yeah. And i think it's it's true and then, and I was like, yeah, well, that's so bad because, you know, the inverse of that is when I don't share, I am not, then I'm like, I'm nothing if I'm not sharing yeah. myself constantly. So it was like, okay, so what's a way to, to share or be on an app? Like, I, I was like, almost like a joke in my head. Well, there should be an app for what he's describing where he's basically right. saying get off apps, but I'm like, oh, there should be an app for that. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so then I was like, okay, we can do an app that is just like black dot this is all pre-kanye too remember when kanye was like there should be right. no likes there should be no this right. or that it should go back to just sharing a cool photo that you like and that's it and i'm like dude let's do it one more yeah let's take off the photos let's take so off your name like let's don't just even be present just be like a black dot on a screen yeah. like and there's power in that too and if everyone's on it you would see it would be like a nice moment of wow everyone is tuning in just to be just to take a breath or be yeah. or be quiet or relax or, or tune up or listen to something or whatever um and they're doing it at the same time and even all the other apps too they haven't like they've never visualized the like connection of yeah. everybody there's no one who has like shown except for like snapchat but it's like here's yeah, my Snapchat's, fucking I, bit right. emoji yeah 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 snapchat <laughs> has the bit emojis that's true which is a little creepy which is but... cool yeah and you can see where all your friends are and stuff but they haven't done a uh to just see like wow the network of the world you know visualized in that way and it's like a powerful thing you know we're all connected it kind of reminds me maybe this is just me and maybe it's because i like want everyone to like feel less hard i feel like there's a lot of hard people in my life that don't nurture themselves or like comfort themselves properly yeah in any type of way or like give themselves a break in ways and it's very comforting to me when people other people are taking care of themselves like mm-hmm. that app completely shows oh, oh other people are taking a moment to like meditate or other yeah. people are out there taking care of themselves like me you yeah know? yeah definitely it's quite comforting to know that that someone else is doing that too yeah yeah it's also like you ever um i was thinking a lot about when i went to berlin i like thought about this all the time this alone together concept have you do you like techno music yes you like dancing in the club yeah. like in the dark when like you can't see anybody yeah and so yeah <laughs> so well that's i love doing that and i was like wow this is such a uh spiritual experience and kind of for that reason too where it's very anti-image yeah. even just to get in in berlin they're very like well, which i guess is an image in and of itself but they're like you have to wear all black you have to you know what i mean like you have or they don't have to but this is kind of the uniform of like getting into a a club or a place it's like you have to be not like projecting any sort of light vibe or or like anything yeah no logos don't like or like don't show wealth or show like hipness or right trends or anything just be like a neutral being yeah (laughs) And then the guy's like, okay, they're cool. Like, they can come in or whatever. Also, don't even, don't come with friends. Don't come, come alone. Yeah, they prefer if you come alone or with one other person. If you're like a big group of people, oh, it's bro, like, don't I come in. I wish they had that here. Yeah, well, this is all to set up the this techno, almost this experience in the club where this kind of alone together thing where it's like yeah. a bunch of bodies and beings using the music and the beat to tap into to that to all be on the same kind of thing yeah and it's so dark it's so like disorienting it's almost calmer to close your eyes and not see anything and to open them and like be with all the lights and stuff yeah. so it's all setting you up to be in this in that in that kind of mode and it is it's like a silent retreat it's almost the same thing as a bunch of people meditating <laughs> near each yeah. other because they're dancing yeah. for six hours they don't even know what time it is <laughs> people, i mean people are in like ecstasy and shit too bro yeah. i assume and everyone's also that one's messed up and drunk or whatever but that's all to get them in this out-of-body mode where they're all they're just yeah. existing yeah where you're just existing and it's not about um the club experience is like yeah you know, to get too like heady or whatever, but it's some sort of sacred, almost religious, spiritual thing that is similar to like a group meditation kind yeah. of vibe, where it's like you have your own space, your own thing that you're doing next to other people, and they're all in harmony doing their own thing. You know, it's cool. <laughs> what types of spiritual practices do you like actually invoke 
in yourself every day. Yeah. Not enough, honestly. I should do you more. You think so? Do you well, think I grew you're up less very or more than you used to be? Um, no, I mean, I don't know. I grew up very uh, spiritual in general. Like my, my mom is and my uh, <coughs> my dad, both of them are about that life, you know. So I almost like make, make fun of it in a lot of ways and okay. very like. But, uh, but I do believe in in that stuff. Yeah. But I don't like, you know, like I don't wake up every day and meditate in the morning yeah. or something like this. But I really should be. <laughs> you feel better when and you I do. know and I know it's like a thing uh yeah. yeah maybe I do it in other ways maybe I like you know music can be a meditation or exercise or something I mean things are like you know get close to it maybe but nothing's the same as obviously I guess is yeah sitting down and breathing doing all that stuff. are you a generally chaotic person or not at all oh you seem so tame interesting I'm pretty uh I like to think I'm a down-to-earth yeah real person um but i can get chaotic a little bit if i get all out of whack out of balance yeah but i try to for that to not happen you fed a routine um i think i would be but i don't have a lot of it in my life unfortunately but right. <laughs> but routine is uh maybe that's why i like touring it's nice to have a routine and be in that mode and yeah. every night you play and every night you get to play music and yeah. it's and it's uh Another thing about meditation with that is you're playing these days everyone does it but in the in the beginning not everyone would do this but you always are playing to a click track because right. you have backing tracks so it's a very zen kind of moment. Yeah. The whole show is click 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 and you're you have to right. follow that groove and that beat and you're all playing with each other and that's a very uh you know meditative kind of thing. Yeah. You have to be like yeah and you have to I mean I've done it before where I'm the only one who has the click. The click. Yeah, as the drummer. That's like my band. Yeah, and the rest of the band doesn't have it, so the drummer has to be very, like, you know, got to be able to bring it like that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, but you get used to it, and it's not a big deal, but it is uh, an interesting thing. It is weirdly meditative. But it's also, like, I don't know if it's meditative, but it's, like, you're really in the experience. Yeah, or you're, yeah, well, you have to be. Or maybe maybe it takes you out. I mean, I was thinking about that, because you know how, you know, time isn't linear <laughs> or or, oh or, or time isn't the same everywhere it's it's relative yeah technically technically but, <laughs> but also my one of my teachers and i went to new yeah. england conservatory for one semester mm-hmm. for experimental music yeah. that was my major yeah and one of the things that one of my teachers told me that was so brilliant was i, I showed him a song and it was like an experimental art piece. Like I painted the score. Yeah. And there was Yeah, no we did that too in my class. Yeah. Graphic scores. Graphic scores. And then it was just me and a clarinet player and no yeah. guitar. And we were only playing so that cool. and no chords and whatever. He was like, I really like it and whatever. And I was trying so hard to be experimental as like a yeah. rock singer. And yeah. being like, I don't know how to do this, but I'm trying yeah. to do it. And he was like, how do you want time to pass? Mm-hmm. How should they know that time is passing? Mm, yeah. And I had never thought about that. And that's like now that's the root of a lot of music. Like how do I yeah. want people to know what part of the song we're yeah. at? You know? One of my teachers told me that too. About really? Well, no, just that she was saying that's why um sound is such a great medium because it's it's like one to one. It's like you can't you have to be there in the moment experiencing it in the time that it takes to happen otherwise it's not like a painting is a painting is so flat it's like it's just it really is just that that's why i like really big paintings it's so much cooler because you can like you really feel the (laughs) me too being in it a little bit yeah and it's also like but it's almost like a cheap trick isn't it i don't know (laughs) or not a little bit well i mean it's just more content yeah really what you're Wow, yeah. it's, it's like great. I think something being monstrous yeah. is very appealing. To feel submerged in something. Yeah. And music has that too because it's waveforms, it's traveling. It's like being in water. It's such a, you know, real medium that you can like be inside. With paintings, I feel like kind of, I don't know, th- there's a certain point where your eye is doing the work. Mm-hmm. Like if you stare at something for long enough, it moves. Yeah. You know, like where your eyes playing tricks on you and you're like, I can't tell if it's me or the painting that's yeah. bored or or interested. Yeah. You know, like I go to a lot of museums. Few things like I stare at for longer than eight minutes. 
Oh, long time. I've probably. That's good. Think, oh, this is an interesting. Well, I, I like when like, someone else comes up next to me with the painting. I there's a sc- weird sexual tension. Uh, no, no, that's not what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> there is. There totally that's is. That's so funny. That's Especially not what I was going to say. <laughs> do, you wanna, do you know what I was going to say? No. Okay. Go, go, go ahead. No, you go ahead. What were you going to say? <laughs> I was going to say I I like to, I stay a little longer, you know, to make it so I'm like, oh, okay. I'm really so they know, Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm appreciating this. Like, oh, like okay. You don't even see what I'm seeing. Because <laughs> you left. <laughs> You left. <laughs> obviously didn't get it. Like yeah. I'm really, no. but you have a sexual tension. <laughs> I think so. Like okay. especially if you go on a date at a museum. Yeah. You're like I don't know when. Well, that's like a date already, so there's already something. Right, right. There's already something there, but it's also like the tension is higher because you're like, I'm so deep and into this painting. I do. Uh-huh. You don't even matter. Like uh-huh. it's kind of like you don't even matter, and I don't even care what you're looking at. Like, you know, when you lose someone in an exhibit and you're like, oops, you know, <laughs> I'm just so smart and I got lost, you yeah. know, because I'm just so out. I'm just I'm so, so into this. I'm such a creative. I'm so yeah. Creative. Oh, I just appreciate art. Yeah. Or like when someone comes behind you, massive sexual tension. Like they're looking at you, look at something. Right. Because what look, it's it's a nice look to be really focused on something. Yeah. Looking Everyone's at something. hot in a museum. I, wow. You know, you're, everyone's art into the art plus there's all these like older nice couples or something around yeah. and it's like oh you guys look young and fun and like it's cool yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys like, we're really psychoanalyzing what it's like to psychoanalyze a paint I mean, yeah i mean the whole museum experience i'm all constantly like i like making jokes about that in the museum the whole time really about like oh this painting this yeah. is the one. I'm trying to make really simple <laughs> NFTs and sell them for like a lot of money. Yeah, did you see my NFT? No, show me. Oh my god, show <sighs> it's to me. Flying off the off the Wait, blockchain. The one <laughs> <laughs> flying off the blockchain <laughs> is something I never wish to hear ever. <laughs> Wait, is it the sweaty heart? Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Heart shaped sweat. I can't tell if you're kidding. How much like how much did you sell it? For? What? I mean how it much didn't did you I put mean, it up for. I put it up for point oh two ETH. <laughs> so it's not even that, that much i think it's about like 40 bucks or so 0.02 e cost me like 300 just to mint the whole thing and put it up. doesn't it how much doesn't no it cost way. you a lot to do it <laughs> i love that you're <laughs> asking that's just me the first one you got scammed no. <laughs> yeah it's like i, mean, I had this nft guy just said pay him like 300 bucks and, and he'll mint it for me no <laughs> like tiktok where she's like oh yeah i, I paid for air. premium yeah i love that <laughs> I gotta do that to my dad. He'd freak out. <laughs> oh, my mom would freak out because I'm actually dumb when it comes to like how much things cost. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was laughing about this and and can't when we were in Toronto. Didn't you used to think like I used to think as a kid like because you'd read you'd see on the back the yeah. price of the in American and then Canadian. You'd be like, damn, in Canada, like they gotta they always gotta pay a couple bucks more for books. Like it sucks. It's <laughs> <laughs> four kids up there, dude. <laughs> books are so i mean it seems cool the books are so expensive what gives (laughs) not knowing that it was like there was any there's a currency yeah yeah Yeah. when i'm like really little obviously (laughs) i didn't like get there and be like oh my god it's really it's tough for them canadians out there it's like the books are always so So expensive about four bucks more and that's gonna add up (laughs) that's the same thing for pounds like when i was like yeah nine and on top shop being yeah. like tee i oh, want to like be british well no top shop it was more expensive for american right so i yeah. was like it's because they're better yeah. it's just because <laughs> british people are better like i literally my yeah. brain went directly to like it's because they're better uh-huh. like and british people think yeah. they're better remember when top shop opened in new york it was a huge deal it was crazy because i used to ship it i used because i was a yeah. one direction little mcshare lloyd okay. stan like yeah. x factor stan yeah and I thought everything British was so cool. It's the place mm-hmm. I desire to go to the least now. Really? And Have you yeah. been? No. It's like oh, the it's one cool. country I've never been to. I've been a lot of places, yeah. but. Oh, you'd like it probably now, you don't think? I don't think London? so. London? It's cool. I mean, London, I want to do music stuff there. Yeah. Definitely want to play there. But I don't want to go if I'm not doing music. Okay. You know? You want to just go for a week and see what, check it out? 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I want some friends there. I don't want to be yeah. alone and be like, right. I'm in London now. Entertain me, London. <laughs> like, uh-huh. Do you like traveling and going to Oh, I places? love traveling. Yeah. I've you been could just walk around and just yeah. see. You just, uh, that's all it would be. Go to the museum. Copenhagen, I want to go back. France, I've been a few yeah. times. Copenhagen's I want to go back. amazing, isn't it? Yeah. So cool. Bro, it's so underrated. It's so fun to go to. Yeah. Norway, I've been to. Super fun. Yeah. Russia. Wow. Would not go back. I've never been to Russia. That's probably crazy. It is crazy. It's very much. Um, I've been to Turkey. The Russia's just crazy because it feels like you're in like North Korea a little bit. Like you feel like there's like fake everything around, which I've never had to get a visa to go to a country before. Usually, yeah. you, you know, you just you go say like, "Hey, bitches, I'm American," like whatever. Um, but yeah, like was it Moscow? No, I went to Saint Petersburg. So that crazy museum, the Hermitage Museum, you could like if you looked at everything for like four. I think if you looked at every single painting for a minute, you'd be there for six years. Yeah, which isn't even including that it's in a palace, so you which you can look at, whoa. you know. So. So what'd you do? You probably looked at like four paintings, and then it was already the next day. <laughs> Sorry, the next day. <laughs> You're like we're closing you're like what i just got here yeah i looked at i went on a tour to like show yeah. you the big things right. show you the things where it's like the famous ones for this right. one yeah. yeah but i would go back to norway just to they have like edvard monk museum that just okay. opened up like uh-huh. four years ago i would go back just for that norway's sick but where's your favorite place to i want to go to Nor- i haven't been to norway but i want to go so bad and visit the uh the g- girl in red and the girl in red boys the band oh do they like yeah, their home base is there yeah, still yeah. okay super cool Isn't crazy going with friends is so cool. people knowing where to take you oh i just took my first trip alone nice. like Where'd where like go? i went to greece wow. with my friends and that was oh. like it was my first plane ride alone wow. which is crazy yeah so my when you have a sibling like it's like go with your sibling uh-huh. Your sibling's gonna come, you know. Wait, are you one of two or one of three? Three. We have another uh, younger okay. brother. We have another. Luke. <laughs> we have another yeah. sibling. I know, I, I um. know people forget about. <laughs> no, they don't really. I mean, not his his friends. They don't forget. No. <laughs> do you really feel like the oldest or no? Me? Yeah. Really? I do. How do you take on the oldest responsibilities? Um. Good question. I don't know. It's kind of an energy thing, maybe. Just feel you feel a little more responsible for everyone's well-being. Um, you want to protect a little bit more, maybe. You don't feel like competitive with right. them. Um, That's as much. I think maybe I do. Maybe I, maybe I do, but I don't know. Well, you and Blue are such a team. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if in her eyes. I feel like she, uh, being a middle child, would be more competitive, and right. so would my little brother be the youngest. Right. And the, and I probably like don't even realize it that they're like being competitive. Well, because they're always looking up to it. But yeah. Yeah, or like, what did you do first? Uh huh. You know. Yeah. That's interesting. Random question: Where uh-huh. did the card thing come from? The cards. I know. And do you have one? I can't believe I don't have one for you. <gasps> no! So oh my god! One. Thank you. It's a pleasure meeting you on the podcast. Yeah. Where did the card? We're gonna th- cut it amazing. in. I'm gonna. Cu- <laughs> yeah. I'll honestly like come tomorrow and we'll like film me like doing it. I'll like wear the same thing. <laughs> it will work something for out. the cameras because like this is important. <laughs> Where did it come really from? Important. Where did it start? I love it. It started in um, at uh, Blue was DJing at Art Basel in Miami in like 2017 years ago and uh and I went down there with her and I was like oh this is a funny thing to like be at you know it's like this art fest but it's not even really about the art and you know different it's like a kind of a who's who of who's down there there's like the after party that's like the cool one to go to and all this different stuff and everyone has a little thing so I was like oh I'm gonna make business cards you know like I'm some like art guy, but it's just going to say like, it was a pleasure meeting you at Art Basel 2017. And then it's going to have these stupid clip art things on right. it. And I'm going to, and uh, I'm going to write my, you know, my email and everything. The back is kind of funny too. It says like artist, drummer, percussionist, <laughs> like it says all these, <laughs> the, 
and, and, son, and then lover, I, yeah, fighter. And, I, and like poet, philosopher. No, it really does. And people are like, what? Like, Student and then it of says, life. And then it says, download my app, silence, be alone together. And everyone's like, wait, what is this? Like, they can't believe it. Um, so then I just kept on doing it for different situations. And I'm getting like more and more specific and doing like, it's a pleasure meeting you backstage after the blue show or like at the merch table on the tour, <laughs> yeah. like all these uh crazy things and people just love it it's like a uh it's a good way to connect with people they feel like it's almost like a magic trick they're like wait how'd you do this right <laughs> and uh, right. they're like what do you mean it was a pleasure meeting you at the bar in los angeles how are you prepared I'm, li- th- I'm like you have a printer <laughs> here i was like i was like dude like it's not <laughs> that <laughs> like they can't but be- in la they're maybe they're a little, a little stupider over there. yeah no <laughs> The one guy could not believe it. He was like, "How'd you do this? Like, are you are you a magician?" I was like, <laughs> "Have you put magician on the back?" Yet? No, no. I mean, it's not that hard to think about how I did it. I'm like, I printed him before, and then I knew like I'm probably gonna go to a bar in L. A. at some point, so I had one ready for if I were to meet somebody, I would give it to them. I mean, it is crazy. I mean, I have it alphabetized. I got like all these different ones. It's really? getting crazy. Yeah, I gotta go to the like when I'm in other cities. I gotta go to like the FedEx. Britain ship FedEx Kinkos as it used to be called and uh you gotta keep it going yeah and print out these cards it's, it's like a lot of commotion in the FedExes that I go to <laughs> they're like very confused <laughs> yeah they're all they're like what's going on like, no, 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 I just gotta use this printer to oh print my god three of these two of those all that yeah. oh my gosh but it's you're prepared really like before festivals you're prepared yeah I mean sometimes it comes down to the wire oh yeah oh that's something blue really so mad at me about when we we're on our way to the on our way to uh Jack Antonoff has this festival that he does in New Jersey called Shadow of the City or Bleachers Headlines. And he has all these other people playing we played this year. And it was cool. It was like blue. Professor and Antonoff. Yeah. He's going to be a new professor, right? Or I is mean, he already? He's like artist in residence. Okay. So. Yeah. No, that, that'll be really cool and interesting. I'm sure. That'll be great. Um, and we were like, we had to get there early. You know, it's a couple hours away. And I'm like on our dad's computer, like trying to like print some shit out. Of yeah. She's like, Rex, what are you doing? We have to go. Like, I'm like, I'm just printing these cards. She's like, no one cares about your stupid cards. Like, just, <gasps> come, like, just come, come on. Like, it doesn't matter or yeah. something. It's your villain origin story. Oh, it was so crazy. And then we got there. And then of course, Jack, Jack had heard about the cards through the guitar player bleachers who I gave to once at his studio. And I was like, no, no, I, I have just one second. And then I'm like going to like, they're like <laughs> the bleachers, like shadow of the city, you know, office. And I'm like going in there with the print. I'm like, hey, man, because I, I brought some cardstock because I knew it, I didn't have time. It just it wasn't the printer was fucked up at my, my desk. <laughs> yeah. printer wasn't working. And I'm like going back there and I'm bringing my our tour manager. He's like, oh, hey, I've used these before. Like, I'm just going to put a piece of paper in and it should be fine. I sent you something to print, but he he doesn't even he hasn't used that kind of yeah. before. He was just saying that. <laughs> and it was like and suddenly it's coming up and it's, it's all this beeping and shit and then it like gets jammed and the guy's like all right everyone everyone stop everyone, everyone out he's like what the fuck's going on because like, he has real shit to print out you yeah know, it's an important day it's like all a million bands playing it's like a whole thing and i'm like oh i don't know just these cards like i'm trying to print like you know jack said he wanted one like i'm like trying to name drop it i'm like it's for jack it's not i don't even want to do this for jack and it was just he he, he asked me he like, asked me like to. it was all this commotion but we got it out and then i got to give him one you and got then, it out <laughs> yeah but it didn't really i mean it didn't really work too well but then when we went back recently again when we played with bleachers i had one prepared for They're that ready, too. Prepared. yeah yeah and i like dropped him off like covid safely like here's some <laughs> <laughs> cards over here you pick them up you know that said so backstage like at the bleachers like at the bleachers show after blue set or something i yeah. think they're great i'm big i'm a big fan of the cards. Me too. it's amazing oh i thought you were gonna say bleachers no oh, i'm also <laughs> a big fan of bleachers the cards yeah i i like it too I'm, I'm, it's been a long time doing them now and it's been good yeah i just saw bleachers at gov ball they're amazing okay back to the question mm-hmm. what is next for you what is next i mean we're gonna i'm gonna do some various art project things okay like I don't know, the cards I look at as a bit of an art project. I still have to do something with with them. I don't know what to do with with these cards. Well maybe some sort of I don't know. Maybe I should NFT them. 
<laughs> Maybe, but I think your memoir should be yeah. chaptered by the cards. That's a good idea. And yeah. I can write about each little yeah. thing. Wouldn't that be cool? Like, because yeah. it's every place. And if you collected them, it could be all? called. It was a pleasure meeting you. Could be the title. Is the book <laughs> period? Wait, that's your memoir. Yeah, and then when for the book signing, like I'll have cards there. The They're like, there's a pleasure meeting yeah. at the book signing. Oh my, like, oh my god! It's done. <laughs> Just kids who? This is this is the <laughs> Just future. Just kids who? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah. no, that's the, your memoir. That's crazy. The cards are very special. Yeah. Last thing, what do you <laughs> want to say to yourself, like future you, from a year from now? Future me from a year from now. I don't know. What would I say? Uh, maybe it would be if for my future self, yeah, to actually, you know, do the stuff you say you want to do. Yeah. Keep up with your plans. Yeah, keep up with your plans. Or, you know, if you're passionate about something or feel something, to do it and act on it. At least, you know, don't just say you will. I'm a big... Uh, happens to me a lot really no i don't (laughs) do you make like lists and you're like no oh i mean not not even that you could even just be like oh that's a dope idea and then like you know (laughs) don't even write it down (laughs) to even get to the list part yeah yeah but yeah i mean definitely put it on the list that's a good idea (laughs) (laughs) and then try (laughs) no i have i have some lists yeah and then go back to those and then try and do do those things um this podcasty thing. I'm excited to see what that is. I know. I have to call. I have to have you on now. Yes, anytime. You're great, though. This is you're a great interviewer. Oh my god, thank you. To know what I was, what to expect. Oh, definitely. Well, now we're just getting into it. I guess everyone I know, thinks we are just this. Is the first hour even good? Oh, it's totally good. You think oh. I said some good stuff? Oh yeah. Interesting. Totally. Totally.